This is the Collector Car Podcast, the home for the auto enthusiast. Join Greg Stanley as he applies over 25 years of insights and analytical experience to the collector car market. He will interview the experts and throw in some fun stuff as well. Hey, it's Greg Stanley. Welcome to the Collector Car Podcast. I have not touched on Porsches for a while, so this episode is all about Porsche market trends. And I'm pulling up some of the cool offerings of Arm Sotheby's at the Carrera Collection which I'll go over shortly here in one moment. So if you do have a Porsche or some other really cool car, don't forget about utilizing LLC TLC to save thousands of dollars on your registration and licensing and tag. So be sure to check them out. They will literally save you thousands of dollars. Just go to LLC TLC to learn more and go back to my podcast a few episodes ago if you wanna know all the nuts and bolts around registering your car in Montana through this wonderful service. All right, we are going to kick it off here by, let's see here, we're gonna look at some cool Porsches as well as the market trends. And so I do wanna pull up RM Sotheby's webpage here. They have the Carrera Collection Part 1, which is in Switzerland, July the 7th. Now, plenty of cool cars, not just Porsches, mostly Porsches, but I see a BMW Z8, I see uh, Alfa Romeo 8C, I know there's some Mercedes and some other cool cars. Uh, be sure to check them out. Really, really cool offerings. And then they have another sale. Now, this is online. Uh, let's see, part two coming from Italy, July the 12th. Again, some really, really cool cars. Uh, I see, I think it's a 560 SL Mercedes, as well as all the cool Porsches uh, that are on offer. So I do want to go into some valuation trends. Uh, and we're going to start with a couple uh, really cool cars. But first off, I'm going to review 16 cars. And some from a marketing trend perspective, there's some interesting things going on here. So 15 of the 16 cars are either flat or down in the latest three months. So there's only one car that's flat, meaning it's 0% growth in the last three months, while the other 14 cars are actually negative down, which I do believe uh, shows that the market peaked a number of months ago. I would say probably about six months ago or so. Uh, there's only one uh, of the 16 cars that is down in the latest year. So these cars have been appreciating for a long time and the brakes have been put on from uh, increasing in valuation. And then looking uh, over the last two years, 13 of the 16 are up double digits. And one particular car is up a triple digits, which I will cover that car. That will be the last car I, co I cover. <laughs> on this podcast, so be sure to stay tuned. All right, so the first car I'm gonna talk about, there's quite a few speedsters in the career collection from multiple generations. There's not the first gen, the 356 speedster available, but there is this car. Now these, I do not have uh, valuation information on them. I just thought they were interesting and I thought they would be fun cars to, uh, to share with you. So if you're watching on YouTube, I am pulling up pictures from the RM Sotheby's sale. Uh, so, now, the numbers I'm quoting from a low estimate to a high estimate, they're in basically euros. And so uh, when it sounds like a weird number, it's just the <laughs> it's just transitioning them to uh, U.S. dollars. So this particular one's a 1993 Porsche 911 Speedster. The low estimate is $140,000. The high estimate is $196,000 U.S. dollars. Now, this particular one... Uh, let's see, one of just 396 Speedsters constructed in 1993 and 1994. This was in guards red with black leather interior. Uh, let's see, 33,000 miles. So this is, at least from a collectability standpoint, a higher mileage example, but that also is reflected in the lower 
estimate than it would be for a low mileage example. And I know quite a few collectors, I think there's six versions of the Speedsters now across six generations of Porsches. They're all 911s except for the first, like I mentioned before, the 356. Uh, you know, they have to have one of each, which is pretty cool, which keeps these in demand. Uh, this is a cool one. I would say that the rear end is a little frumpy or a little large, bulbous, maybe is the word for it. So it's not to everyone's taste, but you have to have one of these in your collection if you're collecting all of the speedsters. All right, the next one, there's four of these where I do not have market information on, but I do think they're really cool to talk about, is this beautiful car, 2001 Porsche 911 GT2 Club Sport. Now I am going to go over the 996, I believe it's a GT2 from a valuation perspective in a little bit, but this is an even rarer version, the Club Sport version. The estimate on this one is $100,000 to $135,000. That tells me this car has some miles on it. So let's see, what are the specifics of this particular car? Let's see, first year, first production year for the 996 generation GT2, one of only 247 produced in 2001, just over 600 kilometers on its odometer. Okay, so not as many miles as I thought. It looks like it's in fantastic shape. Uh, very cool. This one might be one that was only available in Europe. I am not an expert on 996 GT2s. I do know that I think it was 2001 was the first year they were launched in Europe and then they came to the US a little bit later. So please correct me if I'm wrong on that. All right, the next one is a car I would love to have. It's a 2011 Porsche Boxster Spider. So this is the one that has the bikini top. It has the fabric door pulls. The particular one we're looking at is white black interior with white wheels. I've seen a lot of them like this. Pretty cool car. If you are looking at a Boxster uh, as an investment potential, I would put this one high on the list. Again, I don't have market uh, tools, valuation tools on this one. The estimate's about 45,000 to $67,000, but rare limited production for this particular one. Let's see, it has just under 25,000 kilometers. 3.4 liter flat six paired with a six speed manual transmission. So just a great combination. Obviously it has a limited slip differential. I, I'm assuming center exhaust in the back, really, really cool. All right, the fourth one I do not have valuation trends on would be one I had never heard of until I researched this episode. It's the 2017 Porsche 911 Carrera S Endurance Racing Edition. This one has a really cool graphics package uh, has rocker stripes with a checkered board kind of look. It's a three-point liter engine. This one looks brand new, 2017, obviously not that old. Very, very good looking. Reminds me a little bit of the uh, R model. And it has some crazy uh, graphics on the hood and the roof, it looks like. Honestly, I can't read them offhand based on the picture. Uh, it's a 911 Carrera S, so higher horsepower version. Uh, if I can find a picture here, I'll tell you what it says on the roof, but it must have something to do with the Endurance Racing Series. Um, yeah, Endurance Racing Edition, uh, a lot of different little places within the, uh, the cabin. So limited production, which makes it cool. Uh, I think you'd have to figure out if you like the graphics or not, uh, but cool. All right, let's see what it says here. Special edition 911 built to commemorate Porsche's dominance at the 24 hours of Le Mans. One of 235 examples built. This one has just 15,000 kilometers on it. Uh, pretty cool. All right, 
So the estimate on this one's $98,000 to $119,000, $120,000. Okay, so that's the last one in which I do not have valuation data. So thanks for hanging with me. Now for this, uh, the next, I don't know, 10, uh, 14 or so, 15, whatever I said, I'm going to go by percent increase over the latest two years. And I'll give you the three months, the one year, and the two year, which typically you'll see three years is the highest, or two years has the highest growth. The latest one year is a little less. And then the latest three months is either flat or down with one exception. All right, this is a 1963 356B Carrera II. Uh, this one's a rare one because it has the Carrera engine. Now, the estimate on this one is $400,000 to $500,000. If you look in the Haggerty Valuation Database, number one condition is $1.2 million. Now, you can see in the pictures here, this one looks like it needs a paint job. I don't know that it's original or not. It's not a pristine car, but it's a very, very nice car. Now, from a valuation perspective, latest two years, this is only up 4.3%. One year up 9.1%, and latest three months, it is actually flat. This is the one I mentioned before that is flat. Now, what's cool about this car is it's got, it has the Carrera engine, but I know a lot of folks have been talking about how difficult this engine is to work on. I think that has finally impacted values on these cars because there's only a few guys in the country that can work effectively on the Carrera engine from what I've been told and what I've heard. So I think that's impacting the value somewhat on these really, really cool cars. All right, the next one, uh, this is, there's not an example in the Carrera sale, uh, but I wanted to mention it anyways. Iconic car, it's a 1955 Porsche 550 Spider. Now, number one condition, these are $6.75 million. Uh, the example I'm showing right now was sold, or was offered in the past by RM Sotheby's, I believe, in Monterey in 2022. Uh, let's see. All right, for one-year trend, I'm sorry, two-year trend up 5.5%, one-year change up 8%, and the latest three months is actually down 0.7%. Ironically, most of these cars were down 0.7 to 0.8%, which I found interesting because uh, they are a wide range of values. So. Iconic car, this is the one that James Dean was killed in. Any serious collector of Porsches uh, <laughs> makes sure that they have one of these. I'm chuckling here because the license tag on the one that I'm showing on YouTube says one before Dean. So I wonder if the se sequential serial number, VIN number for this car is right before uh, the one that uh, Dean had. So um, anyways, very, very cool car. All right, next we'll go to another Speedster, the 1989 911 Speedster. All right, this is one from the Carrera collection. The estimate is $112,000 to $157,000 US dollars. Number one value per Haggerty, $425,000. Latest two years up 10.7%. Latest one year up 8.1%. Latest three months down 0.8%. 7%. So this is a guards red with black interior, it looks like. Let me see what the specifics on this one. One of just 2,104 examples built, specified with air conditioning and a limited slip differential. You know, I would have thought all Porsches have a limited slip, that it's not an option. Uh, looks like a beautiful example. Looks like it's a good, solid driver based on the condition of the 
engine bay and the interior looks super clean. Very, very nice car. A must for any serious collector. All right, our next one is a 1978 Porsche 911 Turbo Coupe. Now this is an early turbo. So the estimate on this one is 90,000 to $112,000. Number one condition is $252,000. Latest two years up 11%, latest one year up 8.2, and latest three months up just, or actually down 0.8. Some of you will ask me, how can it be up 20%, let's say in year two, 10% in year one year, the latest one year, and then only up 5% in the latest three months? That's because if you picture uh, a downward slide in valuation, that's how that happens. So if you look at the total time frame over the last 24 months, it could be a lot higher than the latest one year in the latest three months because it is declining. This is a beautiful example. I love the colors on this car. Let's see. Uh, Let's see, finished silver metallic over a brown leather interior, matching number chassis and engine according to factory records. Refreshed, engine rebuilt 2009. So if I didn't mention it before, if you wanted to bid on any of these cars for either one of these uh, career collection auctions, just go to rmsotheby's.com and they can get you set up pretty easily. All right, next we're going back in time again to 1955, to this 1955 356 1500 Speedster. Let's see, we do have valuation data on this one. Uh, I'm sorry, the estimate for the auction is $280,000 to $336,000. Number one value, $877,000. Wow. Latest two years up 15.5%. Latest one year up 11.7. And again, latest three months actually down 0.8%. All right, this is a very cool one. It's white with black interior. Numbers matching engine, that's very, very important. Let's see, factory correct color combination. Very, very cool. Nice little speedster, ready to be driven. All right, next we'll go to 1967. This is one of the cars on my bucket list. It's a 1967 911 S Coupe. All right, this one's uh, offered without reserve. So it's a beautiful orange. I'll get the official name here in a second uh, with black interior. Uh, let's see. It's offered, uh, let's see, low estimates, 145000 High estimate, $180,000. Number one condition, $430,000. Latest two years up 16.5%. Latest one year up 8%. Latest three months down 0.7%. I usually, I don't like orange, but I will say on certain cars, I really like orange. And this one is one of them. All right, let's see. Beautiful, beautifully restored early 911 S Coupe, sold new in Italy. All right, blood orange over black leatherette. Leatherette, matching number chassis, engine, and gearbox. So it's got everything you want. It looks like a solid driver that's ready to go have some fun in. All right, next, we're moving to the 2000s. 2011 911 Speedster. So again, a lot of Speedsters in this sale. And I am not even mentioning the duplicate versions because there are some duplicate, uh, as in generations, available. All right, so the estimate on this one is $196,000 to $240,000. Number one condition, big number here, $604,000. Latest Two year up 19.6%, latest one year up 11.2%, and latest three months, again, down 0.8%. They have peaked. 
might not be a bad time to get one of these. Now this one is just beautiful blue. Let's see what color blue this is. Let's see, number 177 of 356 examples produced. Speedster only pure blue over black leather trim with blue accents. This is a color I could go for. Color combination I could definitely go for. I like my blues. All right, next is a big dog, a new one, fairly new. 2016 Porsche 911R. I find this aesthetically to be one of the prettiest 911s ever put out. The estimate on this one is pretty big. $275,000 to $336,000. Number one condition, $823,000. Now I will say, I don't know the mileage on this car yet, but man, that estimate seems low based on re recent trends. All right, let's see. Latest two years up 22.1%. Latest one year up 9.7%. Again, latest three months down 0.7%. This one is a beautiful white with the two stripes in red with the center exhaust. Let's see what it has to say about this one. Uh, 709, uh, number 709 of 991 examples built, only 199 kilometers at time of cataloging. So this has the four liter six cylinder engine producing 500 horsepower and it's a manual, which is why these numbers have been going through the roof. So I, I think that estimate is really low considering what a special car this is. So I would definitely check this thing out. It's, it's really right, nice. All right, the next one is, they do not have an example for sale in the career collection, but I wanted to mention it because it's one of the big cars. It's the 2015 Porsche 918 Spider. Now, uh, the numbers I have are on the Visoc edition. Number one condition, now up to $3 million. Now, if you recall for forever, these were around the million dollars and you know they crept up to 1.3, 1.5. Well, now they're pinging on $3 million, which is really, really insane. This is the only one that is up the latest three months, which tells you uh, these are still on fire. So latest two years up 42.9%, latest one year up 27.7%, latest three months up 13.2%. Beautiful cars. Everybody I know that has one of these, they say they're never gonna sell it because it's a pretty iconic hybrid system. You got the V10 in the back. Uh, just amazing car. Now this particular one looks like it's only less than 1,400 kilometers. Number 465 of 918 built. Let's see, finished in liquid metal, chrome blue, a $53,000 option in the paint. So very, very cool example. That is not for sale. This is uh, from a previous sale, uh, Scottsdale sale for RM Sotheby's. All right, next, 1997. Porsche 911 Turbo S. This is one of my favorite generations, such a beautiful car. This one is available. The estimate on this one is $327,000 to $436,000. Number one condition, $911,000, 911, $911,000. Latest two years up 55.2%. Latest one year only up 8.1%. And latest three months, down slightly 0.8%. Now this is silver with red interior. As you know, one of my favorite color combinations. Let's see, what is specific about this particular car? 
Uh, let's see. A pre-production car used by Porsche to, to homologate the 993 generation Turbo S. Okay. There's a lot of cool stuff about this one. Uh, it doesn't list the mileage, but I know that's available upon request. Or it's in one of these pictures that I'm flipping through here right now. All right. Next, we're going to stay within the same generation here and look at the 996 Porsche 911 Turbo. But this is an interesting one. It's the WLS Coupe. So the estimate is $142,000 to $174,000. Now the estimate in number one condition is $506,000. Now that's for a regular turbo of this year uh, in number one condition. This one is the WLS, let's see. Among the most coveted of all air-cooled Porsche 911s upgraded with rare WLS2 factory performance package. So that is what is cool about this one. Uh, I don't see the mileage offhand, but uh, I've always loved these when they came out. Just that huge whale tail on the back. Super, super cool car. And it does have the period phone in there, as did our last example, which is really cool. Okay, this is a higher mileage example, which explains the lower reserve. Um, our estimate, 77,000 kilometers. So. Uh, that's, I think, approximately 45,000 U.S. miles. All right, just a few more to go here. The next one's the 2004 Porsche GT3 RS. This is, again, probably the most desirable 996 edition or the, 992, or the GT2 of the 996s. This is a beautiful white with red stripes and, I believe, red interior. The estimate on this one is 112 to $168,000. Now, here's where we get into the big increases over the last two years. Latest two years, this one is up. Now, this is for a non-RS version for a base GT3. I didn't realize there was a difference, honestly. They might be the same car. But it is up 59.6%. Uh, latest one year is up 8.9%. And latest three months is down slightly at 0.8%. Beautiful car. You know, I love my 996s with the fried egg headlights. Uh, this would be a tremendously, a really nice one to add to your collection. One of only 682 produced. Now the kilometers are 36,000 kilometers. I'm not smart enough to do the math in my head, but probably under 20,000 miles on this example. All right, a few more to go. 2011 Porsche 911 GT2 RS. The estimate on this one is 308,000 to $364,000. Number one condition, just over $1 million. So that's no mileage, brand new in the wrapper, basically. Uh, latest two years up 62%. Latest one year up 17.6%. And latest three months down 4.5%. Just a beautiful example, one I would love to have in my garage, carbon fiber hood. Let's see what's special about this one. Number 149 of 500 produced Carrera white over black uh, leather and Alcantara interior. It's got the 3.6 liter twin turbo. This one has 6,100 kilometers on the odometer. Beautiful, beautiful car. All right, the next one, there is not one of these in the sale, but I wanted to cover it anyways. It's the 2006 Porsche Carrera GT, also known as the CGT. V10 rear engine, beautiful, beautiful car. All right, number one condition, $2.2 million. Again, this is following the same trend as the 918s where they've just continued to go through the roof. 
Uh, let's see, latest two years up 69.2%. This is interesting. This is the only one that's negative over the latest 12 months, down 12%. And latest three months, down even more, 13.7%. So what's going on with the CGT market? Uh, probably just overhyped, overinflated, and now it's just correcting itself. Absolutely stunning, beautiful car. Uh, handful to drive from my understanding, but make sure you got fresh tires and shocks and you should be okay. All right, two more to go. This one's interesting, 1990 Porsche 928, or only 928 on the list, and it is the uh, S4 edition. All right, the estimate on this one is only 16,000 to $33,000, so that's a pretty wide estimate range. Uh, let's see, number one condition, $132,000. This one probably has some miles on it, which it looks like it does. Uh, Two-year trend up 71.9%. These really have gone through the roof. Uh, One-year change up 28.2%. And the latest three months down 0.8%. All right, so this particular one, let's see. Oh, it says low mileage. German market example. Five-liter front-mounted V8. Slate gray over gray interior. So, wow, this could be a good deal. You know, I... Let's see, 68,000 kilometers. So in my book, that's not really low mileage, um, but it's nothing, you know, it's a great driver, I guess is the best way to put it. All right, for our last one, this is the one that has appreciated the most in the latest two years. And it, you know what? I've never thought of it, but if I were looking for a 911 right now, this would be on the short list. So it's a 2012 Porsche 911 Turbo S Coupe. Well, what's interesting about this car, it is edition 918 Spider. So I believe these were all gray with the acid green brake calibers, acid green script on the side that says Edition 918 Spider. The S is also in the acid green. I don't usually care for black cars. Uh, it also has acid green piping. But uh, this is a Turbo S and it's a limited production. Uh, the estimate on this one is 112 to 168. Number one condition, $245,000. Latest two years up 113%. Latest one year up 6.1%. Latest three months, yes, down 0.8%. But in order to buy this car, at least when new, you had to have the 918 Spider. So let's see. Limited edition 911 specification that pays homage to the 918 Spider hybrid supercar. One of only 918 examples made. Only offered new to 918 Spider only spider owners <laughs> all right powered by 523 brake horsepower 3.8 liter twin turbo charge flat six engine so just a really cool car i think from a collectability standpoint yes there's 918 of them it's rare but not like crazy rare but uh it's pretty cool so if i could find one of these this would be a fun one to replace my little 996 all right it has 22,000 kilometers I'm guessing that's somewhere around 11 or 12,000 miles on it. This is number 34. Very, very cool. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I've got a lot of exciting things coming up. Uh, just a few to mention here. Uh, from a podcast perspective, uh, I'm talking about Concord judging. Uh, what's that all about? It's kind of like a 101 Concord judging coming up here soon. How to lease your dream car from Putnam Leasing. I'm very interested to find out more about that. I've always seen them advertised in all my favorite magazines. 
I do have a special guest to review the Ferrari annual experience that's coming up in Bend, Oregon in August. I will be out there judging Ferraris, which is awesome. And then I will have the cars of James Bond. There's a really cool exhibit going on up at the Saratoga Auto Museum up in New York, north of Albany, about 45 minutes. I was in there a couple weeks ago. So I'm going to have a guest on to tell us about the cars that are in the collection. And these are the real cars. A lot of them are owned by the family of the writer of the James Bond series. So very, very cool. As always, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And I will talk to all of you next week. Thanks for listening to the Collector Car Podcast. Don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes and be sure to follow us on Instagram and everywhere else at the Collector Car Podcast.